Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to appreciate God that he has given us another chance, an opportunity to come to you to minister the word of life, the word of light, the word of grace and the word of truth so that you may enjoy and experience Christ with us. Our burden as a ministry is to dispense all-inclusive Christ to believers, to be their life supply, be their light shining in their lives, and to be their grace enjoyed. This is the Christ we are dispensing through His Word globally on all our platforms. In case you don't know our platforms, I will first of all want you to download our application Freedom Experience app from Play Store. Then you will find all our messages and everything and even our activities. Yes, we are able to minister through TV uh, production, even radio and even podcast, even on our website with the devotions. You see that we extend the work of the Holy Spirit wherever you are able to catch us from. You see, we have uh, we are giving you whatever as we have received from the Lord and even from the men of God, the renowned men of God that have been before us. We are continuing the work of the Holy Spirit from the day of Jesus Christ. It has the wheel has been going on and moving and moving it is moved into generations even up to today a wheel is still moving God is going somewhere accomplish something with us even in the new Jerusalem so we need to come back in the word of God and see God's plan and even God's pleasure you see sometimes we are blinded with the the world and even the systems of the world and even the things of the world and even the prosperity of the world and we forget that God our creator who has become our father has got a plan and he wants us to participate in what he's doing so with these teachings in freedom streams program we bring you back to what God has on his agenda and we want to live it out and respond to it and even participate in the very truth that the Lord has revealed in the New Testament so today we are starting another uh, another topic about this God that is dispensing himself into us. And I want to talk about God and his works. Praise the name of Jesus. So we are talking about God and his works. Hallelujah. So when we talk about God and his work in this message, we shall begin to consider God's work. This is episode 50. I know that we have come from afar. We are still going. I don't know up to how many episodes, but I will have to take you through God, Father. Then I will take you to God the Son and even God the Spirit. So we still have a long, long way. And I want us to keep on by the Lord's grace. We have come to this God, Father, and His works. So, when we consider God's works, God's work as revealed in the New Testament you see that our God is a working God you see the Lord's word in John chapter 5 verse 17 indicates this the Bible says my father is working until now so the father is a working God in the New Testament we see God's work in the eternity past his old dispensation in, in, even in his new dispensation and even in the new 
in the eternity future with many aspects. God has been working from eternity past in the old dispensation. He worked in the Old Testament. He worked in the new dispensation. He worked in the New Testament. And is going to work even in eternity future. Praise the name of Jesus. And we are going to see the many aspects of God's work as we are going to see them in our teachings from today. Praise the name of Jesus. We shall start in the dispensation in eternity past. In eternity past, we see that God was a working God even from eternity past, before creation. In eternity past, we mean we are going to start with uh, number one, which is making a divine economy. Some people may ask themselves question, what was God doing before he created the heavens and the earth? We want to see that and even to come to our awareness that in eternity past, God was busy doing something. He was working. He was, number one, making the divine economy, the divine plan. In, in eternity past, God made the divine plan, made his budget. His eternal plan, we can find it in several scriptures like Ephesians chapter 1 verses 9 to 11. Bible mentions what he purposed in himself. Verse 9, Ephesians chapter 1. Bible says, having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he has purposed himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of time, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. Verse 11 says that, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who works all things after the counsel of his own will. When you come to Ephesians chapter 3, verses still 9, you will see about 11, all continues to show us and says that his mandate and ministry was that he, he says, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning from the world the beginning of the world has been hid in God who created all things by Jesus Christ. Verse 10 says that to the intent that now and to the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. In 11 says according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Praise the name Jesus. So we see that so far with these verses, God has been planning something from eternity past. When you come to First Timothy, the Bible says in First Timothy 1 4, it says, Neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies which minister questions rather than godly ed, uh, rather than godly edifying which is in faith so do. Now the proper rendering here uh, in verse 4. Um, I, I want to look for you better rendering for you to see what I wanted to imply here. Talking about the dispensation or the stewardship. Here in the, um, the, the, the English standard version, it, it says that uh, nor to devote themselves 
myths and endless genealogies which promote speculations rather than the stewardship from God that is by faith. Now, here the stewardship, another word is the dispensation. Is the name of Jesus. And this is going to be found in the Derby translation. It says, Nor to turn their minds to fables and in, um, interminable genealogies which bring questions rather than Father God's dispensation uh, which is in the faith. So, you see that there has been a dispensation. And, uh, in this, God has got a plan and He wants to, us to see what is administering. And here the word translated dispensation in Ephesians 1.10 Ephesians 3.9 and in 1 Timothy 1.4 is what you call economia. Economia or economia is English, anglicized. In other words, it is in English it means economy. So the word economy comes from a Greek word called economia. And economia in Greek means the law of a household, law of a home, or what we call household administration. Now this denotes God's household administration. Dispense himself in Christ into his chosen people so that he may have the church as his corporate expression. This was his budget. This was his plan. This was this has been his economy. He has an administration is carrying out. And his the plan is to dispense himself in Christ into his chosen people. This is why Christ became flesh and then afterwards became spirit that he might enter us chosen people that we may God may have a church which is going to be his corporate expression continue to manifest him. When you talk about economy, economy equals dispensation. It equals arrangement and it is the same word for plan. Praise the name of Jesus. So, in simple words we may say that in eternity past God made a plan divine eternal plan. Praise the name of Jesus. So, we want to see what happened in eternity past. Number two. Number one, we have seen that he was making the divine economy. He was planning. He was making his budget. Number two, in eternity past, God was working. Doing what? Choosing the believers before the foundation of the world. So, before the creation in Genesis, that is, in eternity past, God was busy working because Jesus has told us in John chapter 5 verse 17, My father is working until now. And we are now seeing this aspect of his work. What is God doing? And we have discovered that he was he has been working from eternity past. God has been doing something. And we when you check back to find out what was that God was doing in his eternity past, we have seen he was busy making that divine economy, divine plan. Purpose something and he carried it out. He planned for it. The number two of his work in eternity past is what we see that he is choosing the believers uh, before the foundation of the world. Glory to God for this. Now, after God made his eternal plan, 
Then he went on to choose believers. The Bible says in Ephesians 1 4, according as he has chosen us in him for the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blemish for him in love. You see, he chose us before the creation, for the foundation of the world. God is choosing is his selection. He selected those that will be saved. He was busy doing this in the old in, in the eternity past. So he chose us from among numberless people. He selected us. We should thank God that we are born again. And this he did in Christ before the foundation of the world. Christ was the sphere. Christ was the compass. In which he was, we were selected by God. He selected us in Christ as the realm. That means that outside Christ, outside of Christ, we are not God's choice. But in Christ, we are God's selection. We are God's chosen. We are God's uh, choice. So here the phrase, the phrase before the foundation of the world means in eternity past. So, God chose us according to his infinite foresight before he created us. He saw that we will get saved then he chose us. He saw. You should thank God that you are born again if you are and you know that you are of importance to God. He has a plan with you. Because if God didn't have a plan with you, he wouldn't select you to be among those that will get saved. Now this implies that the world, which is the universe, was founded for man's existence. Fulfill God's eternal purpose. Created the world. So the world must be ministering to us as the universe is for our existence to participate and to fulfill God's eternal purpose. God is selected and God has selected us not only before we are created but even before the foundation of the, the world he has selected us so nothing of his creation had yet come into existence when he selected us we were his first choice before he created any other thing God chose us in eternity past now, the fact that we were chosen in eternity past means that our salvation began before the foundation of the world and before time. We were saved already. So the word chosen implies that some were selected and that others were not selected. Do you know that well as the gospel is preached to everyone, not everybody will get saved. God has already seen and chosen those that will be saved. Those that will be saved when the gospel comes to them, they believe. They get saved. Those that were not selected, even if you preach to them, they will never get saved. Therefore, we need to praise the Lord that we are among the chosen ones. If we turn to our spirit and contact the Lord regarding this matter, we shall realize that just as God is eternal, so his choosing of us was also eternal. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, 
Number three in what God was doing in eternity past was that he was busy predestinating the believers before the foundation of the world. Not only land, not only uh, chose us, but he predestinated us. God is working in eternity past also included is predestinating that is is marking us out we are marked out so it was involving the predestinating the marking out uh, the believers uh, before the foundation of the world concerning this when you read Ephesians chapter 1 verse 5 it says having predestinated us unto sonship through Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will here the Greek word rendered predestinated may also be, uh, be translated marked out beforehand. We are marked out beforehand. So marking out beforehand is the process. While predestination is the purpose to determine a destiny before it happens, beforehand. So he marked out as the process he was marking us out then that the predestination is the purpose. God first selected us, then he marked us out beforehand. And that is before the foundation of the world and to a certain destiny. There is a destiny God has selected us and marked us out and predestinated us for a destiny. And we would want to know what is this destiny. Praise the name of Jesus. So, we have seen that the destiny of God is marking us out beforehand is sonship. We were predestinated to be sons of God. Even before we were created, He destined us to be sons of God. Glory to God. Now, as God is God is creatures. We need to be regenerated by him so that we may participate in his life to be his sons. Sonship here implies not only the life of a son but also the position of a son. Glory to God. So God is marked out once have both the life to be his sons and also to they have the position of sons. We have the life and we have position. So God predestinated us according to his foresight. When you read First Peter chapter 1 verse 2 you see that he has already seen this. It says as First Peter chapter 1 verse 2 says that elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father by sanctification of the Spirit to the obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace be multiplied. So, we are elected and selected according to the our knowledge of God. So, our relationship with God was initiated by himself according to his foreknowledge. He brought, brought us to himself when we got saved. He had us in plan. So God predestinated us unto sonship through Jesus Christ. And through Jesus Christ means that through the Redeemer who is the Son of God. Through him we were, 
we have been redeemed to be the sons of God with the life and position of God's sons. Hallelujah. So, when you look unto Ephesians chapter 1 verse 5, it says that God predestinated us unto sonship according to the good pleasure of his will which is his purpose. God has, God has a will. He has a will. He has a will in which he is his good pleasure. God predestinated us to be his sons according to his pleasure, according to his heart's desire, or the desire of his heart. We have seen in Ephesians 1 4 saying that God has chosen us to be holy. And verse 5 says that he has predestinated us unto sonship. Now, to be holy is the procedure, and unto sonship is the goal. This is why God has selected us. He has a goal and he wants us to be his sons. You have been predestinated unto sonship. In other words, God has chosen us to be holy that we might be his sons. Glory to God. So therefore, to be holy is the process, a procedure, whereas to be sons of God is the goal. He wants us to be his sons. God does not merely want a group of holy people. He desires many, many sons. Now, it may seem to us that it is adequate for God to choose us to be holy. We may be fully satisfied with this. But nevertheless, God has chosen us to be holy for a purpose that we might be the sons of God. Praise the name of Jesus. So, when I was young, like uh, in the spirit, I loved Ephesians 1, 4 and 5. When you see, when you begin to think about God predestinating us unto heavens, then you begin to think that uh, you may think that predestination is salvation. But it's not. Many of us may have thought that may, may have thought the same that you think the same that in reading into the Bible something of our own concept, you think that the redemption is, rather predestination is salvation. That is not what it is all about. Ephesians 1.5 does not say that God has predestined us unto heaven or unto salvation. No. It says that we have been predestined unto sonship. So, predestination is not for salvation. Predestination is not for us to go to heaven. But it is for Sonship. It is unto sonship. God made a firm decision before the foundation of the world that we would be his sons. In eternity past, God, through his foresight, he marked us out from among a vast number of people to be his sons. It was not initiated by us in time. You are not the one that said, I came to God. I got saved because I wanted to. It's because you were initiated by God in eternity that you will be his son. Hallelujah. So our number four of the work of God in eternity past is that uh, probably he was making a counsel among the trinity of the Godhead concerning the coming creation and redemption. We want to find out what else God was doing in eternity past. God probably also made a counsel 
during his time eternity past among the trinity of the godhead concerning the coming creation and redemption and as indicated all implied in the book of acts chapter 2 verse 23 the bible says that this man jesus delivered up by the determined counsel and foreknowledge of god you through the hand of lawless men nailed to the cross and killed but peter is saying the man jesus was delivered up but it was according to the determined counsel and the foreknowledge of god god had prepared jesus to redeem his uh, people so we see that acts 223 says that the determined counsel of god has decided in the counsel held by the trinity in the heavens in eternity past God should have made a plan according to his good pleasure. He knew that one time man would fall from glory, so he planned also for that. He was ready for that. We see that according to this plan he selected us, marked us out. And in his foreknowledge, God knew that uh, a creation would become fallen. He knew. It's not something that God didn't know about. Therefore probably among the trinity of the godhead there was a conference in eternity past concerning the coming creation and redemption that means that a decision was made regarding how to create the universe and how to redeem it after it had become plain so this was this we they are assumed to be one of the things that god was doing in eternity past this indicates that lord's crucifixion was not an accident in human history it was a purposeful fulfillment of the divine counsel that was determined by the triune god praise the name of the lord so christ's death was also according to a foreknowledge of god christ was foreordained as prepared by god to be his redeeming lamb just as john 129 says his elect according to his foreknowledge before the foundation of the world we, when we read first peter 1:20 the bible says that unknown indeed before the foundation of the world but who has been manifested at the end of the times for your sex we see that this was done according to god's plan God's eternal plan and eternal purpose don't it, it was not an accident therefore in the eternal view of God from the foundation of the world that is since the fall of man as you see the fall of man is as a part of the world and it was purpose that Christ will be slain when you read revelation chapter 13 verses 8 bible says in revelation 13:8 and all that dwell on the earth shall do it homage everyone whose name had not been written from the found from the founding of the world in the book of life of the slain lamb so even in the book of the of life our names were written that we will be saved hallelujah according to the revelation of we have collected so far from the book of acts chapter 2 verse 23 and 1 Peter 1:20 and even Revelation 13:8 we 
See that the redemption accomplished by Christ through his crucifixion is a great thing in the heart of God. The carrying out of his eternal plan according to his good pleasure. Praise the name of the Lord. I want to stop here. I know that we are going deeper and we are going further in these truths. I, I, I want you to keep on checking back for new episodes. Praise the name of the Lord. The Lord bless you. you. need to keep on listening and listening so that you may pick and grasp this. In the name of Jesus, the Lord bless you. This is Pastor Dennis.